0: Hey guys, it's Kim, and welcome back to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. This past week was crazy busy, and I'm going to fill you guys in on everything on this week's episode. Before I begin, I wanted to say thank you to everybody who has rated me five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I've been seeing those ratings come in and it is so cool and I just appreciate it so much. And a big shout out to those of you who have also subscribed to my YouTube channel. I am really trying to continue growing that account and it's hard. It's so different. Uh, I've talked about this before, but you know, I started doing Instagram in 2019. I feel like I've pretty much mastered that. Obviously I could improve like my actual content if I had like a really nice camera and stuff like that. But in regards to like what content does well and how to actually use the app, I'm good. I'm set. (laughs) But for YouTube, it is so different and it's a lot of work. Editing long form content like my podcast, like my weekly vlogs, and I'm trying to create other content as well on that platform. So, if there's anything you guys want to watch on YouTube from me, let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram at Kimberly Cobb. Let me know because I really just want to keep making fun content for you guys. I also wanted to say thank you to those of you who have donated to my Cash App or Venmo to support my podcast. Again, I'm always trying to improve my equipment and the quality of everything I'm creating for you guys and anything helps. So I really appreciate it. And a quick reminder, if you're not already, give me a follow on Instagram at Kimberly Cobb and at my lips aren't sealed podcast. I, again, another goal is to reach 100,000, blows my mind even just saying that, followers on Instagram. And I really want to hit 10,000 followers on my podcast Instagram account as well. So those are my goals for the end of the new year. Help me reach that. I really appreciate it. Per usual, we are going to get started with highlights and lowlights. Highlights and lowlights. As I mentioned in this week's episode, I'm going to be recapping everything that's kind of been going on this past week, but uh, I still wanted to call out a few highlights before I do so. I will say this week was full of highlights. I did so many incredible things that I'm really grateful for, but um, two additional things um, are my highlights that I wanted to call out and share with you guys. If you're listening for the first time, I share highlights and lowlights of my week because Nobody's life is perfect. I want to be very transparent with you guys about the bad things that are going on in my life as well as the good things because I don't want you to ever compare like all these fun and exciting things that I talk about. I'm sharing them with you guys because I'm grateful and I'm excited. But at the same time, I'm, you know, I'm still going through stuff as well. Speaking of transparency, I have always. Really tried my best to be very transparent with you guys when it comes to my mental health. I've talked to you guys before about my past and how I should go to therapy and I need to like work through some of the issues that I have in my life and talk about the experiences that I've had with my, you know, people I've dated in the past or with childhood things. But, you know, mostly I would say the past. Five years, I've really endured a lot of emotional trauma. And I've just been pushing that trauma deep inside and trying to focus on the good things in life and starting my life over in Austin and building my community here and just staying so, so busy all the time doing all these fun things to distract myself. That's great. Like I've been able to do so much and make friends and really start building a life for myself here but I still have that trauma that I haven't worked through deep down. And what I'm trying to say is like over time, I feel like I've just been pushing more and more and more stuff down and I've kind of reached my breaking points. And what I mean by that is I've shared on my podcast before that I, you know, I've been having panic attacks. They started, I would say back in March and since March, a lot of things have triggered some of my past emotional trauma, such as, you know, seeing season three come out or, you know, other issues that have been going on with family or friends and just things that have really um, brought up some feelings that I have suppressed. So I've been having these panic attacks, you know, once a month or, you know, every six weeks. And then now they've gotten so bad to the point to where, Like, I can't even go to a workout class or a yoga class without getting panicky and freaking out. And even just the thought of sitting in a movie theater, I start thinking all these crazy snowball effect things like, well, what if an active shooter comes in? And like, well, yes, that's obviously a horrible thing that could definitely happen. the fact that it's preventing me from doing things and enjoying life, that's kind of how I knew, okay. I need to get help. I need to work through these issues and feelings that I'm having that are causing this anxiety. Even when it comes to dating, like I'm not fully opening myself up to the dating world because I am so fearful of who my next partner could end up being. Like, is he going to do what one of my last partners did to me? Is he going to cheat on me be unfaithful, be just a bad person? And I just have this fear I want to work through it. So end rant. The reason this is a highlight, the reason I'm talking about all this, you guys are going to be so proud. Like, I feel like the people who have been listening for a while have heard me say, I should go to therapy. <laughs> like, I should go to therapy. People have been talking. Like, you've heard me say that for months now. And I finally did it. And I could cry right now, honestly. I had my first therapy appointment last Wednesday or Thursday, and I did it on BetterHelp.com. This is not sponsored at all. I wish it was. I wish they would sponsor me. But basically, all I did is I filled out a questionnaire about what I'm dealing with. You know, anxiety, depression, PTSD, um, abuse that I've had in the past, and filled out a questionnaire of things I've you know gone through and what I want to work on, and. After answering those questions, they paired me up with a therapist that they thought would be a really good fit for me based on my needs and my experiences. So I had my first therapy appointments. My therapist kind of looked like Edna Mode from The Incredibles, but she was like kind of soft-spoken, just very like took her time to really digest the things I was telling her and responding very thoughtfully and intentionally intentionally. And it was really good. The call was supposed to be 30 to 45 minutes. I would say we probably reached an hour on the call just because there was a lot to cover. And I feel my situation's a little more unique because, you know, she asked about like, oh, you know, I see that you were engaged. Like, you know, just asking these questions. And I kind of have to explain, okay, my situation's a little different. We had a TV show. And like, it's just so weird. I'm like, I'm not making this up. Like, this is literally my life. And it's so strange to verbalize what has happened to me and to really give a complete stranger a timeline of like, here are the experiences I've had. Here's what's happened to me. So, but again, she was great. I, I wouldn't say like, oh my God, she's the most incredible person I've ever met in my entire life. We only talked for an hour. I feel like I probably did most of the talking, but I'm really excited to see where this journey leads me and really just to get that healing that my heart really, really needs. I recently met up with one of my girlfriends that I went to Cancun with. Her name's Winter. And I told her, like, I had my first therapy appointment and she looked at me like, wait, what? What? And I was like, yeah, I had, I had a therapy appointment. It was really good. My first one, I've never gone to therapy before for myself. And she looked at me like shocked. She said, after everything that you have experienced in your life, I can't believe that this is the first time you're going to a therapist. Like she's like, she was just, first of all, shocked. I think also impressed that I've been able to make it this far without talking to somebody, but Either way, she was very proud of me and I'm very proud of myself. And that's why it's such a big highlight. My anxiety and depression really has gotten so bad. And of course, like I share all my highlights on social media. I'm still living my life and trying to be happy and go out and do things and not let depression get the best of me, but it is affecting my life now. And I am going to take control and take that power back, starting with therapy. So Proud of myself. I'm like very, very proud of myself. I also, again, full transparency. This is a part of my journey. It may be part of yours or somebody else's, you know. Um, but I also talked to my doctor and I am starting antidepressants on or in a few weeks. I have like a lot of things, like celebrations and things that I have in the next two weeks. So I'm not gonna start medicine just yet because when you first start it, it is like a big shift adjustment period, but I'm going to start soon. And I'm really excited. I know that's a weird thing to be excited for, but I was on this same medication back in college when I was also going through a hard time and it's only temporary. I am really hoping that therapy is going to be the bigger help here, but I felt that it was right for me at this time in my life to go back on antidepressants so I can get my life back on track. I've just been, you know, lacking motivation and you know, pretty much every sign of depression you can think of is me and you know, you guys see me every week or or listen to me every week and I'm always, you know, sharing my my life with you guys. But deep down, I've been going through it, guys, and I think a lot of people Can relate to that. I, you know, I I don't want anybody to relate to the feelings I'm feeling, but it's common. And if you are in a similar position to me, where you are so your depression is just so deep and has gotten so out of hand, then I really encourage you to talk to your doctor about options, whether that's therapy or um, maybe even a you're taking more of a holistic approach. For me, I'm going to try this medication, see if it works. If it doesn't, I'm done. I'm not going to take it anymore, but I'm excited for this journey. I will keep you guys posted on everything. I feel very grateful that I have an amazing support system. I have my best friend, my sister here in town, and my mom and family have been very supportive as well. So I feel very loved and I'm very proud of myself. So that is highlights number one. Very big rant, but I wanted to fill you guys in because it is a big deal for me, highlight number two i uh if you're watching on YouTube right now, I have my Bucky's shirt on, my hair done makeups on like I feel like I look pretty cute. I'm looking cute. I do not usually look like this. I dress up for you guys, and the other day yesterday, I took Louie out to go potty, and I have my hair up in a bun, I have my glasses on you know, kind of PJs, like cuter. Like I'd like, you know, biker shorts and oversized t-shirt, whatever, I looked cute, but nothing special. I'm taking a potty and this guy comes up to me. And if you guys remember, I was assaulted a few weeks ago too, which has also contributed to my anxiety, but I was assaulted near my apartment complex a few weeks ago. And so I have like some PTSD even just from that. But I'm out taking Louie potty in the sky, kind of my age, I assumed, was walking towards me. So my initial reaction is like, get the pepper spray out. Like I got scared. He comes up to me like directly towards me and he's like, sorry to bother you. Do you mind if I pet your dog? And I was like, oh yeah, okay, sure. So, you know, he's petting Louie talking and Louie's kind of like hesitant, which he normally is with strangers. But the guy was really cute. And he starts telling me that his family has, or maybe it's his mom has Pomeranians and he loves them so much. They're so cute. And he was coming out of the yoga studio that I live nearby. And so we're talking about the yoga classes. And he tells me he moved here recently. Turns out he moved here from the Bay area, but he had just bought a house in Fair Oaks, which is in Sacramento, California, he bought a home across the street from where I went to high school and 10 minutes from where I grew up, like such a small world. So crazy. So we ended up chatting for a little bit again, very cute guy. And I'm like, okay, well, have a good rest of your day. Bye. Like we walk away. And as we're walking away, he like looks back at me and he's like, Like, would you want to, like, go get, like, coffee or juice or something or a smoothie sometime? And I was like, yeah, definitely. Like, that, like, for sure. So he comes back. He puts his phone number in my phone. And, um, yeah. So I texted him. I will keep you guys posted on if this date happens. Again, I'm still having, like, date anxiety. But this was such a, like, natural... Interaction like I'm praying to God that he isn't a creepy stalker who knows my routine and approach me that way. (laughs) Very paranoid, obviously. But it just felt very like organic and we already have like the Pomeranians and hometown kind of thing in common. And he's very attractive. And he thought I was cute, apparently, even though like I felt like I did not look cute at all. So we'll see. But it was a highlight just to even have a nice conversation like that with somebody it was really refreshing especially compared to like other experiences that I've had with men air quotes men lately um speaking of men that brings me to my low light on Saturday night I ran into this guy that I used to have a thing with and um Really, honestly, like, such a good guy. I have, like, no beef. I just, like, we kind of, like, we hooked up a few times, always talked. But then just, like, we both, like, stopped talking to each other. Like, I wouldn't say he ghosted me or I ghosted him. But he's, like, significantly younger than me. Not, like, a crazy amount. But he's younger, immature. I would never actually date him. But very cute guy. Super funny, outgoing. And just, like, a good person we lost touch. I ran into him on Saturday when I was out with some friends and I ended up bringing him back to my place to hang out. (laughs) And, um, like we're just hanging out on the couch. This is somebody who I trust, who I've hung out with without, you know, hooking up or anything like him. And I have just like spent time together. He's a good person. And, you know, I, I, I feel safe with this person. And the reason this is a low light, like the end of the night, like I will say we ended up having a great night, um, super fun. And like, (laughs) he's great. But before, you know, the fun began and like, I was able to feel comfortable. I had like a full blown panic attack. Like I, I was like, we're just sitting on the couch and I'm like starting to get really, really like, um, like antsy and jittery. And I even was like, feeling like I'm going to throw up. Like it feels so nauseous, hyperventilating. And this guy, like as great as he is, he's not the sharpest tool in the shed. And he didn't even notice, like, he just like talks and talks Like he's like a golden retriever. And I was able to eventually calm myself down and I felt better, but it took a while. And I just hate that I might even having these feelings of anxiety when I'm hanging out with just a friend or somebody who I'm interested in. I wanna be able to feel relaxed and have a good time without feeling, feeling these negative emotions. So bringing it back to the highlights, I'm excited to really get this anxiety under control and just to be able to enjoy life again. In the meantime, situations like that are happening and it sucks. Like it, it literally just sucks. And I was able to turn the night around, but just knowing that that feeling happened now I'm anxious. Is it going to happen again? Like, what if the guy who asked me for my phone number the other day, him and I hang out, am I going to lose it? Cause I'm so nervous. I don't know. But again, I will keep you guys posted and yeah. But low light for sure. That wraps up the highlights and low lights for this week. And again, I'm gonna tell you guys more about the rest of my week in the rest of this episode. But first, let's go through pop culture and current faves. Oh my God, I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Gee, thanks. Just got it. I see it. I like it. I want it. I it. Starting off with pop culture, Selena Gomez and Haley Bieber posted a picture together. Oh my god! Like I am shocked. The whole internet is shocked. There are so many memes and everything about this interaction. I mentioned it on another podcast episode, but Haley was on the Call Her Daddy podcast, and all of the Selena fans came after her afterwards. And you know, then Selena came out and was like, "Hey, don't be mean to her. Like, no hard feelings. Like, she's a good person." And then they recently posted picture together, which is mind-blowing. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It like, it's crazy. And it just shows like, I don't know, girl power. And I'm just here for it. I'm here for the female friendships. It reminds me of like, obviously not identically, but me and Brittany, like I am such a girl's girl. And yes, Brittany dated my ex. Like we have like a similar acting. That's so crazy. But at the end of the day, my priority is like making sure that Brittany is okay. Cause now her and I have shared experiences with somebody and I, I don't know. I just saw like a little bit of similarities between Haley and Selena and me and Brittany. I'm like, yes, I'm here for it. I'm not going to let a guy stand in the way of me and a friendship with somebody. And I love that they were able to do that as well. As for current faves, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see that I have my hair crimped. It looks like a kind of a little crazy today. I didn't uh, touch it up. So again, I crimped my hair. There's this dry bar crimping tool and I used it to do my hair for Austin city limits, the festival that I went to last weekend. And then I borrowed Danielle's crimper too when we went out the other night. And I just like love this look. I think it's so fun. I don't own a crimper myself yet. So I need to just invest in one. The one I'm eyeing is like less than $200 and I just need to bite the bullet, but it's so much money, but I love this hairstyle. I think it's so fun and beachy and different. And if you follow me on social media, like which you probably do. I just do the same hairstyle all the time. I curl my hair or I straighten my hair. I don't do anything crazy. And it's fun to do something a little different. So let me know if you guys like the crimping look on me or if you like it on yourself. I posted a link to the crimper that I used on my stories, but it's also saved in my Amazon storefront if you're interested. I'm obsessed. I love it. And my second current fave is. I am reading again, and the reason I started reading is because of my anxiety. Like, I wanted to read, to do something other than social media, because, you know, I'm always on my phone, and if I'm not on my phone, I'm watching TV, and I'm scrolling on my phone while I'm watching TV, and I think a lot of people do that. Like, I'm definitely not alone there, but I just wanted a different way to entertain myself. So... I bought a few books when I was in California visiting my mom. Actually, my mom bought them for me. Very sweet. And I'm reading one of the books right now. It's called It Happened One Summer. It's by Tessa Bailey. And I'm pretty sure this book gets a little steamy. I'm not to the steamy parts just yet. This stage is just getting set. But it's really good. Um, It's like a summer romance book. And... I won't talk too much about it, but it's good. It's like this rich girl, basically, Her she gets in trouble with the law, and her family sends her off to Oregon to go run this bar that they own that's run down, and then she meets this super hot local, and it's a whole thing. I'm excited. I'm into it. I love romance movies, and now I'm probably going to start getting into romance novels as well and I'm here for the steam. I love it. So if you haven't read it yet, read it. If you have any recommendations about books that you think I should read, preferably romance novels that are steamy, let me know. Send me a DM or comment below. I need all the recs. That wraps up the current faves and pop culture section and brings us to the main section of this podcast episode, which I'm just going to be recapping a few of the exciting things that I did this past week and giving you guys more details, and little stories about that. This past week was, again, so busy, but I'm so glad it was because it kind of got me out of my apartment and my depression for a little bit, got me distracted. And I will say at times my anxiety was, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm so blanking, but I had anxiety at moments during these activities. But overall, they were like such great experiences. And I'm gonna tell you guys about it. Starting off with the first thing I did was on Monday. So last weekend, Danielle, or the weekend before last, I'm recording this on Monday. This episode comes up tomorrow. The weekend before last, Danielle and I were on a walk, and it was so hot. And I'm like, girl, we need to get out of the city. Like, let's take a break from Austin, go somewhere cooler. And, you know, she was dealing with some boy drama. I'm dealing with all my mental health stuff. I'm like, let's go to the beach. Like the beaches in Texas do not compare to California, says everybody. But this was my first time going and I was so excited. So we decided, like, yes, let's do it. On Monday, we are going to go to Galveston. Which is about three hours from Austin. Most people recommend going to South Padre Island, but that was an additional two hours. So, for this trip, or like, let's just do the three hours, we can do that in a day without having to stay the night. So, we drove three hours to Galveston. On the way, we stopped at Bucky's. I'm wearing my Bucky's shirt right now, and it was so fun. You guys have to watch. My weekly vlog, I show you guys like our whole experience driving to Galveston, going to Bucky's, doing all of our shopping and everything. So much fun. Um, I ended up buying, so I bought this shirt. I bought beaver nuggets. If you know, you know. So good. <laughs> and then we just got like some road trip snacks. And then we ended up buying some party supplies because my sister's birthday was October 14th on Friday. And so we're like, she loves Bucky's too. So I'm like, let's get her all this party decor and throw her a party. So that's what we did. And after our trip to Bucky's, we went obviously to the beach. We set up on the beach, took pictures, took content. I posted a ton of content on TikTok and YouTube and Instagram, (laughs) everything. It was so fun. Well, Danielle wanted to recreate this look from Grand Theft Auto. Like, a, She's really big into video games. So she recreated this whole look. So we did like a whole photo shoot, which was really fun. Afterwards, we went to the pier, which has a really funny name. It's called Pleasure Pier. Very sexual, but very fun. So we explored the pier, went shopping. I bought a cheesy tourist magnet uh I love magnets. That's what I collect from places I go. One because they're cheap, two they're not breakable if you pack them. And three like it's just a good memory. Like if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the fridge behind me is like covered in magnets and I don't know. I just I like it. I like I like magnets. That's my thing, okay? <laughs> After the boardwalk we went to Chick-fil-A. There's a Chick-fil-A right across the street. There were a ton of other restaurants, but like more local restaurants. But honestly, her and I were just like, it's easy. We know it. We're starving. It's air conditioned. It's right there. It's literally right across the street from the boardwalk. So we just took the easy route, ate what we knew. And I haven't had Chick-fil-A in so long So I've been trying to eat healthier. So we perched up in there, had a beautiful view of the ocean from our Chick-fil-A and we just ate and hung out, and it was really nice. Once our bellies were full, we went back to the beach, set up a huge blanket. This was such a little romantic getaway for me and Daniella. It was so fun. But we set up a blanket. She brought a speaker, and we just listened to music and watched the sunset, and the sky turned pink. It was so pretty, and the weather was beautiful. There was even a puppy corgi running around, like, you couldn't have asked for a better day. Like the only thing that would have made it better is if my dog was there with me or if I had a boyfriend, but it was great. It was so enjoyable. Also not to mention the beach was completely empty. There was probably like four or five other groups. So maybe like I imagine tourist season, the beach is packed and dirty and loud and the water is probably gross. But honestly, when we went, we went in October the beach was so empty. The weather, it was like the highest, it was like 80, 80 degrees. Like, and the sun was shining. The water was clear. It was perfect. Like it's exactly what I needed. And we were able to drive back that night. And of course we were so tired. It was such a long day, but her and I both agreed it was so worth it. And we like, can't wait to go back again. And we're probably going to bring the dogs with us. So If you haven't been to Galveston yet, I recommend doing it in off-season. At least for me, it was perfect. I honestly couldn't have asked for anything better. Also, we got a parking spot right on the beach, like, and it was only $10 for the whole day. Like, that was a steal. I was expecting way worse. Overall, great trip. Definitely recommend. If you're local and you're, like, just probably laughing at how I'm just hyping up Galveston so much, I get it. Like I have heard horror stories. People have talked about how shitty it is, but honestly, that's just my one experience. My next experience could be awful, but this was really good. And I think God was looking down on me like this girl needs a good day. So I had a good day and I am very happy with that. So that was on Monday. And then on Wednesday, I got invited to this thing called pumpkin nights and It was held at Pioneer Farms up in North Austin. So it was a bit of a drive for me, but they invited me to come as an influencer, free parking, admission, food. It was crazy. Like it was so cool, but I brought Danielle and my sister and it was so cool. So basically what it is besides like there being food vendors and entertainment and stuff like that, it is over a mile worth of walking, trail that's pumpkins like pumpkins in the sky like how do i describe it like basically there's over 5000 pumpkins and they carve their some of some are artificial some are real but they carve them into all these different cool shapes and the trail itself was split into different lands. So there was like a Harry Potter themed land, pirates under the sea, outer space, forest. There was a Hispanic culture land and each one. So each one is themed and all the pumpkins are carved according to the theme. And you get to walk through like different tunnels that have pumpkins lining the the sky. I am totally probably not describing this right, but It's on my weekly vlog if you want to see what I'm talking about. It was seriously so cool, and it just really put us all in the fall spirit. I wore, like, this, like, Halloween shirt and just got really cool content. I still need to edit the videos I took for TikTok, but I posted it all on my vlog already. Uh, As for food, there was, like, turkey legs, tacos. There was merchandise. There was light-up cotton candy. And then my favorite thing at the whole event, there was this shaved ice stand and the girls got like this pumpkin shaved ice and it was so good. I ended up getting watermelon and strawberry just because that's, that's what I wanted. I didn't want to try pumpkin. Oh my God. So good. Like I'm still craving it now. Just thinking about it. It was so good. And then the last thing that was really cool at this event is there was a professional pumpkin carver carving these super, super intricate things. And turns out like she has been on Discovery Plus with me. So like her and I kind of bonded about us both being Discovery Plus girls. So that was really cool. Like she's been on like these pumpkin carving challenge shows and things like that. Overall, very cool. If you are in the Austin area, you should totally go. I don't know how much the tickets were because I, again they were i was sponsored to go but the parking was i think ten dollars a car the food was overpriced it kind of was given like state fair energy but so worth it there were so many families and friends and everybody there and everybody was smiling and having a good time it was so cool the last cool thing I did this week, which was a very big thing I did this week, is attend Austin City Limits. So what is Austin City Limits? If you aren't familiar, it is a huge music festival that takes place at Zilker Park, which is our, our biggest park in Austin. And it's grown to two weekends. They have nine stages and over 100 Performers, like performances. Like it is absolutely insane. There's so much to do, so much to see. Unfortunately, you can't see it all, but you know, you pick and choose what you do and who you see. Last year we went through all three days. This year I like for financial reasons, you know, I'm trying to watch my money right now. And I also decided to only go for one day. So I went on Friday, which was my sister's birthday. So again, it was my sister, Danielle and I, we spent a lot of time together (laughs) this past week, clearly, but it was so fun. And, uh, yeah, so it was us three that went, one of my favorite parts about Austin City Limits, besides the incredible music and entertainment, I love dressing up. Like I love picking out my outfit and like taking all my pictures before you guys know I love that shit. I got my whole outfit from Amazon. I ended up wearing like this pink crop top, these white oversized cargo pants, which are so trendy. Like I did not feel cool enough to be wearing them, but I looked so cute. I mean, I thought I looked cute. And then I wore black combat boots and then dressed it all up with really fun accessories And my favorite part of my outfit was that I crimped my hair, as I mentioned, like this. And then I added like these bubble braid ponytails on each side of my head. It took me so long. Like, I, again, I'm not one to really experiment with hairstyles. But after doing this hairstyle, like, I found so much joy in doing that. And now I feel like I want to, even like therapeutically, like styling my hair. It was so fun to like do it, like, be such a perfectionist with it. So I had watched like a tutorial on YouTube after finding a picture on Pinterest of somebody's hairstyle that I wanted to emulate and being able to do it. It was really cool. And I think it turned out so cute. I have pictures on Instagram. If you haven't seen it yet, but I felt good. I just felt really cute. And my friends always dress so cute as well. So they looked great. And, who we saw perform so the festival is like from 11 to 10 30 or maybe it's like 11 to 11 and we didn't need to get there that early we got there at we got to danielle's at 12 and we went there to take some birthday pictures and also to throw kylie her birthday parties we surprised her with all of the bucky's stuff and she was so happy it was so cute then we walked over to ACL. We saw Noah Cyrus, who is Miley Cyrus's little sister. She, she's so different from Miley in regards to like her performing, like how she performs and her style of music and everything. But she's so talented. I love her voice. I was really, she was my number one person I was excited to see actually. And she just did such a good job. It's interesting, though, because sometimes when she speaks, like, I'm like, oh, my God, that sounded just like Miley. It's so it's really interesting to see how different and similar sisters can be. Then we saw Jasmine Sullivan. If if you don't know who that is, like right off the top of your head, I was like, who is that? But she sings that song. If you don't know it, I'm going to sound just so stupid. But it's this song that's like, I bust the windows out your car. You know what I'm talking about? No? Okay. Well, (laughs) it's a good song. So look her up. Jasmine Sullivan. Uh, I think it's it's just like a -A J-A-Z-M-I-N-E. That's how she spells Jasmine. But really good music. Such a good performer. After that, we went back to Danielle's to just like rinse off and shower because we were so sweaty. And we had some like pizza bites and hydrated and just kind of like fueled, like refueled ourselves because... The food at ACL, the drinks, everything is so expensive and it's just not like, it's not worth it. Like luck, we're lucky enough that Danielle lives right next to Zilker Zilker Park. So we just left and we're able to hop back in. So when we came back, we saw Phoenix, who's like, they were really popular, kind of like 2009 to 2012. They sang Listomania, iconic. It was so cool to see that live then we saw Lucky Day, who I didn't know, but my sister was really excited to see. And then we ended the night seeing Siza. I feel everybody knows SZA at this point, but she sings that song that's like... <laughs> my singing, I'm so sorry if you guys hate this, but she sings that song that's like, all the stars are closer, all the stars are closer. Do we know it? I hope so. I really hope you guys know what I'm talking about. She was great. I will say we didn't stay for her whole performance because I really wanted to see the Chicks, aka the Dixie Chicks. They shortened their name to just the Chicks, but they were. I was so excited to see them. They played all their hits, like "Cowboy Take Me Away," "Landslide." Like honestly, they did. They sounded so good. The weirdest thing though was like. Seeing them on stage, it's like I, in my mind, when I'm hearing them singing, I'm thinking of like these women in their twenties, and these songs are old now, and you don't think about how well the artists are obviously going to age as well. And on stage, like you look at them, you you hear these young women singing, but you look on stage, and it's like a bunch of moms like rocking out, and they killed it. Like no shade at all to moms, like. But it was just interesting to see to see them older because I'm just so used to not thinking that they've aged at all. And I think that goes with like actors and other singers as well. Like you just remember them at their prime. But either way, they sounded spot on. My favorite part of the whole act was that the lead singer of the chicks she had her dad on stage playing the piano and her son was on stage playing the guitar. So it was three generations and that just felt really, really special and really cool. Overall, my experience was so fun. I, Again, I shared a recap on my weekly vlog and TikTok and Instagram and everything. But It was so fun. I already can't wait for next year. My biggest tips, like if you... Ever plan on going, which you totally should make sure you bring a fan. Like I brought this huge fan that like you actually physically fan yourself with because I could use that for cooling myself off, but also for shade, uh, wear a hat. If your hairstyle permits, mine did not lots of sunscreen pack tissues because the porter potties always run out of toilet paper, uh, bring hand sanitizer, wear comfy shoes, Make sure to cover your drinks because I don't trust anybody. So you don't want to get drunk. Like that is a thing, unfortunately, that happens. Uh, make sure you and your group have a meetup spot in case anybody gets lost. Because I feel like the, the service, once you're at a festival surrounded by thousands of people, the service is whack. Like it is so tough. And then lastly, take all the pictures and all the videos, of course, like live in the moment. That's my difficult thing is like when I'm in a situation like this, when there are so many social media worthy moments, I put on my work, I put on work mode and I'm like, I I need to get all these videos, all these pictures. But what I did is I made sure to get everything done right at the beginning. And then afterwards I put my phone away and just enjoyed the moment and enjoyed the music with my friends. and It was so, so fun. So 10 out of 10 to recommend. Honestly, I feel like I recommend everything. I recommend going to Galveston, doing pumpkin nights if you live in Austin and definitely going to ACL at one point in your life. It is so, so cool. And I feel like as long as I live in Austin, I will be going to ACL. Like you have to, you have to, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this week's podcast episode. If you had any questions about the things that I talked about during this episode or um, any suggestions about things you want me to talk about or anything that I asked for prior, send me a message on Instagram at Kimberly Cobb. And a quick reminder, if you're watching on YouTube to give me a thumbs up and to click that subscribe button. If you're listening on Apple podcasts or Spotify, please rate me five stars and click that follow button. I love you guys so much. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode and we will chat more next week.